The Strength, Yoga, and Freedom community is not only a podcast, but also a YouTube channel. So check out the YouTube channel for our all levels yoga classes highlighted by a gentle yoga flow for beginners, which is a three-part series dedicated to teach you the foundations of yoga in a gentle, easy to understand way. Also, sign up for our once a week email in the description of this episode, where I give you more insight into tools you can use to become a happier person, as well as bonus features that no one else gets. And of course, you'll get updates there in that email on your favorite mascot and icon, Cody, who is my cat, who appears in all of our yoga videos. So go sign up for the email in the description below and go subscribe to the YouTube channel also in the description. Hey there, everybody. I am so excited that you're here today on a Friday morning or maybe it's the afternoon, or maybe you're listening to this uh, over the weekend, but it's a bonus episode for you today. Uh, The publication for this, publication date for this is a Friday, and generally we do two episodes every week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, but this week we're putting in a bonus episode today on Friday, and for one reason only, because I think our topic of leadership for this week is so important that we must have three episodes. We talked on Monday all about what can create better leaders when it comes to the way you as a leader could interact with others and then how you manage your vision and your big picture. And we also talked about three ways that help you become better leader and three ways that help you if you're dealing with a difficult leader. So check that out in Monday's episode. And then of course, on yesterday's episode was a Uh, a audio version of the video that's going to come out this coming Saturday uh, all about being a successful yoga teacher and tips and tricks that I have and that I use and the way I feel and the way I think and what I'm thinking about and why I'm feeling certain ways when I teach. Uh, And I think it's not only important for yoga teachers to listen to that or even watch the video that's going to come out uh, on the channel, but for everyone because there's always something to learn about our own practices on and off the mat. And I don't just mean yoga, but yoga is everywhere. Even though you don't think you might be practicing it, you are. So in today's episode though, we're gonna dive in deeper into ourselves, which is something we always do on this podcast and talk about how our morning routines make us better leaders. Because you see, you can't lead other people in your family, in your work, in, in your social life, in any, of, any area of your life. You cannot lead anyone in those areas if you do not have a solid morning routine. How you wake up and how you get your day started. Now notice I said how you wake up. How you get your day started. Not when, but how. How you get your day set up is so critical. And today I will f- cover the four main parts of a successful morning routine. This is the morning routine that I use every single day and it helps me become a better leader in my life and I'm hoping that it will become, help you become a better leader in your life. And everything that I do in my morning routine has research behind it. I've learned it from several different people, 
put it all together to help my routine be the best for me. So I'm hoping that maybe some of what I teach you or maybe all of what I teach you, you can implement into your morning routine. And whether that means you're doing it in the actual physical morning or if you work overnight and you do it when you wake up. Again, that's why it's important for, it's about how you wake up not when, so it doesn't matter when you're waking up, you can create this routine for yourself and it will really help you, guiding you into success. So let's talk about that because if you wake up in the morning and you drag yourself out of bed or maybe you lay there and you grab your phone and you start scrolling or maybe you, again, like I said, dragging yourself out of bed and then once you are out of bed, you kind of plop around the house worrying about what's gonna happen all day long, or you don't have any direction for how your day will go, you just decide, well, let's see how today is gonna be, or the phrase which I cannot stand, which is I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm here to tell you guys something, there is no right or wrong side of the bed. The statement is, is full of such nonsense, it drives me crazy. When you wake up, you have a choice. It's not about happenstance, it's a choice. Things are gonna happen to you through the day that are gonna throw you off. But the way your day starts is up to you, not up to what side of the bed you wake up on. So if you're getting up feeling like that, you better knock that off because having that sense of feeling, oh, I don't know what the day's gonna bring me, that's just setting yourself up for failure. So if you wanna become a happy person, if you wanna become a productive person, a productive leader in your life, which of course will translate to how you treat other people, then we need to talk about a successful morning routine. And also complaining when you first get up does not do you any good when you wanna get moving in the morning. So often I look on Facebook or on Instagram or any social media and the first things I see from everyone's posts is complaining. Complaining about their job, complaining about their boyfriend or girlfriend, complaining about how they're feeling, complaining about this, complaining about that. If you wake up and you put the first thing you do is you go on social media and post something about something negative or or use limiting beliefs to describe yourself or or whatever the case may be you are setting yourself up for nothing but failure during your day and nobody wants that okay so let's talk about being successful four ways that will create the most really i refer to it as a badass morning routine that will set you up for success and i'll talk about why each one is proven by research or studies or science that will help you become a strong leader in your life because no one's coming to save you. No one's coming. You must control and start leading in your life. Take control. I should say take control and start leading in your life right now. But in order to do that, you must control the way you start your day. So let's start with number one, which actually starts the night before, and that is putting your phone out of reach from where you sleep. Whether that's on the other side of the room, out of the room, downstairs, upstairs, in your kitchen, in your basement, I don't care where it is, but it needs to be away from you. Your sleep is so important. And for many of us, we value a lot of things. And then what we do when we value those things is we tend to put them in a order. You know, this is more valuable than another and another. And sometimes sleep is always not number one, but sleep should be a right up at the top of the list. It's so important. So the phone can wait until the morning and having it away from you means you, if you're smart enough to get on to social media and figure out how to like things, 
figure out how to share posts, figure out how to write things and use emojis, then you're also smart enough to program your phone to ring if you want it to ring in the middle of the night for an emergency, meaning you turn off all your notifications like for your apps or for your, uh, your, your Snapchats and your Facebook and your Instagram, you turn all that off and all you have is the ringer or you can set certain things up for where certain people will ring through. So there's ways to do all that. So stop the excuses and just leave the phone on for work or for people who may need you. And that will also force you to get up when it rings if there's an emergency. Otherwise, your phone away from you. Just studies will show you everywhere, keeping it away from you is the best because your phone stimulates your brain. The light from the screen mimics daylight, which tricks your brain into into thinking it's daytime and it screws up your circadian rhythm. And the content that you look at on social media or in the news or wherever you're looking at in your apps and on your phone and for whatever you're doing, It triggers emotions that could keep you awake. And it triggers worrying. And not to mention we have so much of a problem in our society anyway of working around the clock that when you're reading emails, you start to get nervous about the next day at work because you're reading your work emails. Why would you do that to yourself? Everyone needs a break. Put the phone away. Start that the night before. That way it's gone and away from you where you're asleep. So that's number one. Then the second thing is that when the alarm goes off, if you wake up with an alarm, When the alarm rings, you need to get up immediately out of bed. And that means you put your feet on the floor and you stand up or you roll out of bed and roll onto the floor and start crawling. Do something to get yourself out of bed because if you lay there and shut that alarm off and either A, look at your phone, which if you have your phone not near you, then you shouldn't look at your phone when the alarm rings, either you're using an alarm or you actually have to get up to go walk to your phone and shut the alarm off. But if you are doing either of those things, you don't want to engage in your phone right away because you do not want to give all of your energy to the outside world immediately. So it's important to get right up, turn the alarm off, and then start moving to your next step, which I'm gonna talk about in a moment, which for a lot of us might be the bathroom, and then we go get our coffee ready to go, but it's important to get right up. Do not hit the snooze button because if you hit the snooze button, you will run the risk of falling back to sleep and falling into a sleep cycle. And when you fall into a sleep cycle, your brain wants to stay in a sleep cycle for usually around 90 minutes, sometimes 60 minutes, 75 minutes. It just depends on you, know, you. it depends on the person. But when you fall into a sleep cycle, your brain is like, we're sleeping now. And when you wake yourself up out of a sleep cycle by pressing snooze and the alarm rings again, your brain slips into what's called sleep inertia. You can look up sleep inertia. It's very well documented. Sleep inertia is what you feel when you wake up and you feel so foggy and out. You just feel out of it. You feel like everything's cloudy. That will stop you in the morning from from being productive, sometimes up to four hours, your brain, it will take your brain to get out of that sleep cycle that you've woken yourself up out of. So I don't know about you, but when I get out of bed, I don't, and I start my day, I don't want to start it in a fog. I don't want to start it not being able to think clearly. I want to be able to be happy during the day. And that requires me to wake up when the alarm goes off. Or if you wake up naturally, At the same time, get up. So don't stay in bed and lay there. Don't pick up your phone. 
Your phone, the only thing you should do with your phone if you use it for your alarm is hit the off button and then put it back down. So no phone yet. Now, so we've put the phone away, away from us. Now the alarm gone off and we've gotten up and we've turned either the phone off or the alarm off and now we're up. Now what do we do? Well, number three, the next step, of course, we're not looking at our phone, but we're grabbing our morning coffee. Maybe you stop in the bathroom. Maybe you wanna brush your teeth, whatever you're doing right away. And then you need to find some nature. Open your blinds and look outside. It is winter time for a lot of us now, so temperatures are lower. So it might be harder to go outside in the morning when it's cold, especially where you, if you live somewhere where you deal with cold climate during winter. So it might be where you open the blinds, you grab your cup of coffee and you take a minute or 90 seconds. I think you can afford a minute or 90 seconds off of Instagram and looking outside your window at the trees, at the sky, at the ground, at anything other than your phone because it gives you a way to connect with nature. Looking outside, going outside, being by the window, even during that time, maybe creating a little bit of movement for yourself. Maybe that means you're just walking in place for five minutes. If you are, if it's warm enough, maybe you do take your, your dogs out for a walk or you go for a light walk in the morning that's a few minutes long. It doesn't have to be this long strenuous exercise when you first get up but it's nature and it's movement. Nothing crazy, and again, studies will prove and show you that when you engage with nature first thing in the morning, it not only lowers your stress, but it improves your mood, it gives you more empathy, it gives you a grounded feeling, you feel stability, so on and so on. These are proven facts, all right? Look it up, it's out there. And so that's number three. So now that we've we still haven't touched our phone because remember the phone is in the same place as it was the night before. So that's still there. The alarm has gotten off, gone off and you've gotten out of bed. And now you've taken some time with nature. Maybe you're doing your coffee or your tea or whatever you do in the morning. So now what do you do? Do you look at your phone just yet? Not yet. We're now moving on to journaling. And so I grab my journal. The minute I'm done with my kind of grounding, with maybe I do a little meditation in the morning, but I take some time for myself just to kind of see where I'm at and then I grab that journal. And the first thing I do in my journal is I measure my state of kind of emotion, how I feel emotionally, whether I feel empty, do I feel like half full, do I feel three quarters of the way full? And I draw a little gauge and I put the arrow to where I'm feeling and then I start writing down why I feel that way. So if I feel good in the morning when I first wake up, I write about why I feel so good. If I don't feel physically well or emotionally well, I start writing that out. Because if I write it in the journal, then when I encounter people during the day, I'm not gonna project all of that out on other people. You see, it's when you wake up and you start projecting all of that junk that's in your head out on other people is where you become an unhappy person. So write in your journal, let your journal be your punching bag in the morning. Let it be the, 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 the friend that you need to tell everything to and write about everything that you can. Keep, just write and write and write. That's called brain dumping just writing and writing and writing and writing until you don't wanna write anymore. It's out, it's on paper, and it's gone. Then I list five things that I want. Now, you could list 10 things that you want. You could list two things that you want. And this is what I call setting an intention, which is different than wishing. It's also different than manifesting because manifesting for a lot of people, we think, well, if I just 
manifest this beautiful yacht that I want to own, that it's going to come one day. And then we just sit there and wish that that's going to come thinking that it's coming. Well, that's not manifesting. Manifesting is actually doing the work to get yourself to a particular point in your life where you will be able to get and have and do the things that you want. But that doesn't mean that you sit and look at a vision board. That means you do the work. And that starts with writing it down. So the five things that you wanna do and write down in your journal are intentional. They're things that you want, that you're going to, that you're going to, that it doesn't matter what it is. I want to have success in my business. I want to have a partner who cares about me. I want to have a, a, a successful job. I want to have money and I don't have to worry about uh, going paycheck to paycheck. But if you're writing those things down as an intention, remember it's intentional, it's not wishing. So if you write them down every day, your brain is gonna be like, okay, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this. And as you're training your brain to look for it, that's when your brain is gonna go do the work for you to get to the ability to go on the vacations that you want, to find the partner you wanna find, to overcome your fears, to stop procrastinating, to quit whining and complaining, blah, blah, blah. If you're writing those things, that's what's so important about it. And then I write down one thing I'm gonna do for myself that day. It could be something I'm gonna do for myself personally or professionally. And that is based on what, what is called the progress principle, which is another study that was done out of Harvard Business School. And this, progress principle teaches you that every time you do something, little tiny progress towards something, you feel good because you're making progress. Even though you're not going to achieve anything overnight, you're making small progress. So that's important too. So not only have I measured my gauge, I've written about it. I've listed the five things out that I want. And now I've listed out the one thing that I'm going to do for myself. The final thing that I write in my journal is gratitude because gratitude shifts when you're writing it down. It again, it shifts your mind into looking at your day with gratitude instead of complaining. So there are often times where I don't know about you, but maybe you walk into work. I walk into work. We walk into work and then some, we walk in with such a great attitude and then the next person comes in and the minute they walk in, you feel like this insane amount of doom and gloom, right? You felt that. I feel that, right? And when you feel that, the other person is bringing their energy, they're bringing all of that trauma, all of their issues, all of their doubts, all of their fears right along with them like they're carrying all these bags and boy, can you feel it. And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna be around those people and I don't want to be that person. I wanna be the person who can get my mind right before I interact with the world. I don't wanna walk into the world carrying bags and dumping everything on everybody else every single day. It's one thing when you do that every so often, that's healthy to have you know, people you can count on to talk through issues and problems and concerns, but it's another thing when it's always happening to you. And so the, when you write out gratitude, that changes your entire energy. And it could be one sentence. Today I am grateful that I opened my eyes. Today I'm grateful that I have coffee, that I have a toilet I can use to go to the bathroom and I don't have to use, go out in nature, right? I mean, it could be anything. I have lights, I have a pen, I have internet. 
You, you can, and the list is endless. And when you do that, you walk into your day with more gratitude. Now I'm gonna tell you something, every one of you, this takes five minutes to do all this whole morning routine. It could take five minutes. It could take 10 minutes. It could take 90 minutes. It fits if you make it fit. It fits when you commit to it. It fits when it's part of your life. And I'm gonna tell you something, when you implement a morning routine like this, it changes your life. It changes your outlook on on how you're gonna tackle the day. It changes your outlook on doing things you don't want to do, which is every day we don't want to do things. I don't like getting up. I don't like getting out of bed. I feel like I love when I'm nice and cozy and warm. I don't wanna get out of there. Who does? We all love that feeling of warmth and protection. And we stay in bed and we ruminate over things because we're afraid of what the day is gonna bring us. But when you conquer that, and when you get this morning routine down, you know, oh my God, you you know, I wake up with this anxiety, but I know we're gonna figure this out before I get moving, before I interact, before I'm on that phone, I'll start working through it. And that helps you get up, that helps you to move forward. Of course, it's always important to know and to remember that your intentions are so sacred, they're so pure, and your goals are really important. They're not anything to mess around with. So it's very important to take a morning routine seriously and honor yourself with that morning routine. And if you want more on practical ways to move through your life, keep following this podcast. That's what we do here. We use yoga as a way to teach us how to operate off of the yoga mat, because we do physical yoga, but we live in yoga, which is living with authenticity, productivity, with ethics, and really with a sense of dreams and goals, because that's what this is all about. That's what leads to the strength and to the freedom that you're all looking for and that I'm looking for. I'll see you on the next episode, and I cannot wait to hear what you think about this morning routine and how you have started it, when you've started it, how it's worked for you. Please don't hesitate to follow me on social media. All of that is in the episode description and connect with me and let me know how you're doing. I would love to know. I'll see you all soon. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.